It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. The Saints taking on superstar-led Josh Dobbs. Dan, I did want to ask you real oh, quick. Oh, sorry, we didn't, we didn't, we, One of the things we skipped over the last game is the running back situation for the Texans. Are we going to play a single? Did we skip over it? I, I think I intentionally did that. Well, I'm just making sure. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you going to say? Sorry. No, I'm just curious to see. Are we going to play a running back uh, Houston situation? You know, it was Singletary being the guy. Um, didn't do anything last week, but was the guy. So are we going to actually play him for Cincinnati or is he somebody that we're just baiting in regardless? Look, if, if Pierce is out and it's Singletary's backfield, you're going to have Singletary to top 36. Therefore, you're going to be flexing him. I, right now, I have him at 36. ECR has him at 30. I will probably be moving him to 30 or in that territory. So a mid-level RB3 if Pierce, in fact, is going to be out. Look, the thing with Singletary is that we have seen him, if he gets enough of the usage that he can perform. And let's not get it twisted here. Tampa Bay has a very, very good run defense. And Texans did not, with all the success they were having passing the ball, weren't interested in keeping the running game going, keeping that necessarily involved. Cincinnati, while not bad up front, don't, don't get me twisted, but they are not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when it comes to running. So if Singletary is going to get 15-plus opportunities, which is easy to do with Damian Pierce out of the way, I am going to have him as a top 30 play. Does that answer your question? You're looking for something else there. No, I was just curious. Like I said, it's one thing we didn't cover in that game. It is something people are going to consider this week. I think I mentioned it very, very briefly uh, that if Pierce didn't play, that you could you could play him. If they're both in there, though, I don't want to. I don't want to touch this backfield whatsoever. But anyway, so the, the game that we're on now is the Saints and the Minnesota Vikings. I just shout out to Josh Dobbs. I know everyone's just singing his praises, but he deserves it. I mean, geez, Louise, the dude doesn't practice at all, throws two touchdowns, finds a way to play well enough to come in and get the win. And the Minnesota Vikings, believe it or not, are above five hundred. It doesn't feel like it, but they are. I don't know how the hell that happened. So Most of the wins have been post-Justin Jefferson. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this makes it even crazier. Uh, so, yeah. Um, right now, though, the Saints are on the road and favored at minus two and a half with an over-under of 41. The Saints, as the favorites this year, one Four and one. They had one push against the spread, while the Vikings have been three and one against the spread. Hello, underdog special of the week. It's actually not the underdog special of the week. I have another one that I'm even more confident in, but I'm taking the Vikings to cover in this game right now. 
Uh, they just look like a team that's hungrier than the Saints. The Saints are the Saints. Like, you're a good team on paper. You just show up when you decide you want to. And anytime you're not in New Orleans, I don't really don't want that much to do with you, frankly, to be honest with you. So I'm taking the Vikings in this game. Z Money coming in with a question. Please pick a flex and a wide receiver for this week. We got Pickens, Christian Watson, Curtis Samuel. Those are the best players, but these are just their Spears, AJ Dillon, Brandon Cooks, Quinton Johnson. So, Adam, pick a flex and a wide receiver out of that lovely mess. Do I have to? <laughs> um. Probably between Keaton Mitchell, Christian Watson, Pickens, Curtis Samuel. That's who Z Money's thinking of. Who are you thinking of? Yeah, uh, I I don't disagree. Um, I think it's probably Mitchell and Samuel, maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I will say just according to my rankings, it for me, it would be Pickens and it actually would be uh, Curtis Samuel, uh, just just based on my rank. Curtis Samuel over Christian Watson, but like two spots, by the way, if he's back and playing. Jahan Don's a little bit banged up, so there might be an extra target share for Curtis Samuel if he comes back uh, this week. But it's it, it, that's oof, that's ugly. Chris, what would you do here? I want to get your opinion here. I would play Pickens and Watson. Um, you talk about Dotson being banged up. He missed today's practice, but it was for personal reasons. I don't think he was banged up for necessarily for why he missed practice. Curtis Samuel is banged up. It's still me, maybe he came back to practice today, though. He did come back to practice limited. Um, so I'm still, I'm not loving that matchup versus Seattle. I actually would go with the most up two upside guys with Pickens and Watson. Does what? Well, we're gonna get to it later, but does Watson actually have upside? We'll we'll discuss that. We'll discuss that later. Uh, with other injury reports for this game, Cam Akers, Achilles could be a career ender at this point. KJ Osborne dealing with a concussion. TJ Hawkinson listed with a rib issue, but he's expected to play this Sunday. Justin Jefferson was activated today. It does not feel like they're really expecting him to play this week, though. Trying to get him back into the practice window. Maybe next week we see Justin Jefferson back. However, um, Derek Carr, QB 16. Good job, Derek Carr. Always holding on the Ford, that mid-level QB, too. Just, just every year, all the time, no matter what. Josh Dobbs, I don't love the matchup here. It was incredible what he did last week, but I still have him as a QB 18. Not something I'm trying to stream necessarily here. I do still have Alvin Kamara's RB4, despite the fact usage is a little bit wonky now coming out of the New Orleans Saints, but still considering other running backs, you got to have him as a top five play. Well, let's talk a little Alexander Madison, Chris. I got him at RB28. I still don't think, especially against the Saints, even without Cam Akers, he's a must start this week. That's why he's not an RB2 to me. It's also why this guy is another sell candidate to me. If you could get somebody on the idea that, oh, Cam Akers is back out of the way, no, no more fields for Alexander Madison, and sell him for a legitimate top 20 running back, I'd pull the trigger on that. Or hell, if you need a receiver. Let's keep in mind here, Saints, fifth fewest fantasy points allowed to the running backs. Madison, if it wasn't for a lucky catch last week, still would have did absolutely nothing. This is kind of how I see it with him. How do you? I 100% agree with you. I mean, I would, this is a guy I've been trying to sell all year if I had Alexander Madison. It's no different now. I think that, you know, we talked about K-Makers being out of the way. It did, he showed no effect the last, second half of the game last week. Um, you talked about the flute catch he had. That was basically all he was able to do. This guy's been inefficient as a runner. He's not explosive. Josh Dobbs doesn't check the ball down the running back as much as, you know, Kurt, as, as Cousins does either. So Madison's a guy that, to me, I'm definitely selling and trying to get rid of if I can. 
Yeah, 100%. Sell it while you can on the Cam Akers being out concept. Uh, Jamal Williams, we don't care about him. He's in my 40s. Chris Olave is a wide receiver seven for me this week. Matchup and usage also by weeks is what led to that. Jordan Addison coming at wide receiver 26. Michael Thomas is a flex-worthy play at wide receiver 35. Rashid Shahid, a dart throw. Rather take a shot on him in DFS if anything else. And TJ Hawkinson, we're playing Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill makes me want to cry. Taysom Hill. All right. So it's three weeks in a row now. So he's a tight end one. He's a tight end 10 for me this week. Like with the, with the bye weeks and everything like that. Uh, Juwan Jaws came back. He lost targets. Then this past week, he gets targets and leads the backfield and carries and gets touchdowns. But we've seen this out of Taysom Hill before where he'll go on these little spurts where the Saints use him like crazy, and then all of a sudden, even though it's working, and even though they're winning, they'll inexplicably stop using him all over again. Adam, when you look at Taysom Hill, what are you doing with Taysom Hill? I mean, you're, you probably have to play him, but what are you doing the rest of the season with him? Are you, are you sticking with this guy as your tight end one? Is that your game plan now? I don't think that you can reasonably do that with Taysom Hill to not have like a, a backup option. But look, you didn't have to give up anything to get him, so hopefully you still have whatever your initial option was. And if you had resigned yourself to playing waivers at tight end all season, then, well, you go back to doing that. Um, look, I, I think you ride it out. Um, but I mean, if we're being honest, I kind of, to your point, he feels a lot like Gabe Davis where we, we keep pushing off like, all right, I'm not playing him. I want to give him another week. I don't, I'm not playing him. I want to give him another week. Then you finally, finally bite the bullet. You finally play him. We'll get like 10 snaps. <laughs> And then you bench him and then he plays again. And that like, that's, <laughs> that's yeah. how I feel like this thing with Taysom Hill normally goes is you finally get bought in on, on playing him. And then he falls off a cliff. Um, that all having been said, he gives you more upside than quite literally anyone who's not like a top three tight end, um, especially in a week where the chiefs are on by. So yeah, I, I think you have to play him and, and just, Cross you your fingers there. Hope you for the upside. There. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I get my only thought was, that, and I've seen this a lot too this week. Taysom Hill being commonly used as a package player to make a trade with somebody else. So somebody's after a running back or receiver upgrade, they package Taysom Hill because sometimes the team that they're trading trading with doesn't have a tight end at all, and the meaning deal is done with that. I would say go for it. See what you can find out there that's available to you. It's not a bad idea. Uh The only reason I'm hesitant with Taysom Hill is because if the Saints were smart, because it works, they would never stop using Taysom Hill the way they use him. We just know that they do eventually. So, like, that's that's the crazy thing about it. Um, Yeah, so Taysom Hill always giving us rankers headaches. Go ahead, Chris. I was just going to say, it doesn't just affect, you know, whether you play Taysom Hill, what it affects is everybody else in that Saints team. Yeah. Derek Carr goes from that 16 to 25 real quick because Taysom Hill comes in in the red zone and steals the touchdown there. Yeah. Um, Kamara doesn't get his involved. Michael Thomas didn't get targeted last week. So you have never uh, – the rest the of the guys in the Saints – The only that yeah, didn't the rest, affect. The rest of the Saints guys are the ones who are actually getting penalized with, the, with you know, this situation in New Orleans as well. Yeah, 100, 100%. That's, that's the one thing with Kamara we keep our eye on because we're still going to rank him as an RB1 for now, but if this continues on, then he, his value is going to start dropping like a rock pretty soon. All right, I don't know. Let's go to the next game here so we can talk about that 